0: Your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. Everybody, and welcome back to that scale RC show, episode 92. Could be episode 97, but we haven't recorded. Sorry. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Travis, along with Adam and Jay. And how's everyone doing tonight?
1: Spectacular. Awesome can really tell (laughs) tell. (laughs) so much enthusiasm well i i don't believe either of those statements
2: well (laughs) when he said fantastic i couldn't i couldn't just say you know i had to come up with another word that was you know i don't know positive uplifting uplifting yeah are you known for being
0: uplifting i try to be uplifting (laughs) do you bring out the best in the people
2: around you if you answer yes to any of these questions, um, um, I try.
0: Well, the effort's all, the, all that matters. That's all you can do is try, man. Everyone just does their best, which is not true. <laughs> Everyone does not do their best. That is a lie. Don't
2: ever let that people a tell you lie. that. <laughs> we don't even. We don't even do our best. That's why. That's why our show sounds the way it does.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, you're true, right. and that's that's very true.
1: Can we title this episode? Can you hear us now, for
0: Ryan? Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: just way to throw him under the bus. If I was more mean,
0: can you hear us now? If I was more mean spirited, I would just. So the funny thing about it, so for context, Ryan Crowley said we're too quiet, which I I do mix up the clear. volume.
2: To be clear, he said only when he's on his earbuds, not in the car. Which I understand.
0: So, I always mix up the volume, though, by, like, quite a lot when I'm doing mixing. So... Am I, am I, on my board, my sliders for the audio for all these channels is all the way at the top now. <laughs> and I really wasn't that yeah. far away from doing that to begin with. So we'll see how this one goes. But usually it sounds good to me when I do it. But,
2: and, I, and I'm just going to say it right now. I'm sorry, Ryan. I told him this in confidence and Jade decided to blast you on the show. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: Is it, what? Is this a bigger deal than I think it is? No.
2: <laughs> no
0: like, it's not a, i'm just like why why are we worried it's not a big deal at all it's <laughs> i just need to make Man. it louder. no louder. so so this is this is the funny thing right this is like i'm not i'm not remotely bothered you know in case anyone's confused but in early days of track walk, oh my god dude this is racers are a nightmare and this was, like, the first, like, clear example I've got with this in Trackwalk was that I think every episode for my first 10 episodes, someone, anybody, randomly, would either, you know, say something about the audio afterwards. Despite it, actually, at the time when I go back and listen, it actually did sound pretty decent. And, but then there would be people who every week, every single week would be like, Oh man, the episode sounds terrible. Sounds terrible. You guys need to do a better job. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) My mistake. I'll keep working on it." Psych. I just won't record anymore. That's what I'll do. (laughs) Yeah, that was that is better. Ridiculous. Oh, it's so much better. But like it. But all in all, like yeah, it's just ridiculous where people get so butthurt about it, and I'm like, I'm really anal about audio which is hilarious for the people listening to this show because that's not that's not exhibited in our recordings but
1: you you don't get Travis's best work
0: that's I, what he's
1: saying right now
0: I it, it, no, I, I've been very forward that it's not my you best get work. exactly what you deserve and that's it I do I do my best with the time allotted kind of thing but I don't Put the extra effort in because I did that for two years with another show and I hated it.
1: So this is why I'm such a big fan of like celebrating mediocrity.
0: Well, at least we're honest, you know. That's the thing. This is uh, the big thing about this show, which should be clear to everybody who listens to it by now, is that (laughs) we are very aware. We're very (laughs) self-aware, you know, in terms of where our shortcomings are. And also, though, like what makes the show enjoyable. I'm not, you know, not anybody in this is trying to be RC celebrity. And RC celebrity It would be concerned about making this show sound awesome every week kind of thing. For example, this show, I'm going to try and edit it out. But right now as we're recording this, there's a ton of white noise. But it just is the way it is. If I was recording Track Walk, I'd be still trying to fix it like an hour after recording so i've got two
1: exhaust fans on and two 3d printers running right now oh so. never
0: mind that's what it is it's probably
1: <laughs> a lot of it, it it's
0: those it's support fault. those support my but point we anyways. have adam
1: that's gonna be my big like upsell thing from now on like whenever somebody's like upset about that's the that's like, the but, yeah, but we have adam i like that but we have what, Adam. you guys what are is really it? quiet yeah but we have adam what yeah. the hell does that have to do with anything No one else has Adam.
0: It's deflection.
1: Nobody else cares. They care. (laughs) Oh, they care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. Yeah, but no, I will try and make it louder. Hopefully it is loud enough. If it is not... Please let me know. But
1: if not, we've got our bargaining chip. That's Adam. true.
0: Yeah. If not, we've got Adam. So <laughs> that's right. I kind of feel like you should. I be mean, more really,
1: where them. else are you going to go, anyways, for a Scale RC podcast? I mean, really.
2: You know what? I, Next thing you know, this is going to be a bumper sticker. <laughs> which one? Which, which sticker pack version four spell. will have
0: a, but we've got Adam sticker. Travis gets it. Yeah. And I don't even make the product. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that.
2: We can have a we can have a um that scale r c show specific sticker pack and it'll be like, but we have Adam. Can you hear me now, Ryan Crowley? <laughs> we should
0: actually I, it is time for a new one. sheet. We should have one like that.
1: <laughs>
0: the show has time for a new one. the character of the show has changed substantially since you know, since whatever the last thing was that we did. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> Full dollhouse and just say no to sunglasses on hats. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, you really that doubled was, down on so that one. That you means... did the like crossed out circle and everything on the sunglasses on hats. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well,
1: I already had the artwork from a different sticker sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that still. means that was done right after we had Schultz on within a couple weeks. Oh, so God. that's how old that sticker sheet
0: is. Two and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's time for a new one. Yeah. Times have changed. It's it's, they have. <laughs> Some phrases from the show and more.
1: A big American flag that says, I will not comply underneath. <sighs> People uh, eat that up. Yeah, that's a good one. I will not comply.
0: Yeah. Oh, Guess? Man. Question mark. That's a good one.
1: <laughs> <That>
0: was... <laughs> 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 or just one that just says maybe next week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Maybe next week. I I'm was work... saying because you never. Remember.
0: I'm working on it. You know, there's a lot of different ones you could. <laughs> actually, yeah. Like all of these would be pretty great. Actually. <laughs> Don't think, don't think you can condense all of this to a single sticker sheet. You may have to condense it down to just one sunglasses on hat variation. That's true. <laughs> oh
1: man!
2: So I got a question about that. Mm. Am I Probably. not allowed to put my sunglasses on my hat?
0: I don't um, know what the context is, and I'm feeling that this is one of those like J hyperlock situations. But I can't recall.
1: I wish I could say
0: anything I wanted
2: to. You could say anything you want.
1: <laughs> like, what I've a, got such a great explanation for it, but it's just,
0: it's like, I just don't. What an unnerving like, way to,
2: <laughs> to it, like it start It sucks having a response. to live this
0: way. Well, yeah. Does it? I don't but, lose any sleep over it. <laughs> I mince my words every day. I just. That's the only way I can have peace.
1: (laughs) I just wish we had, like, another, like, uncensored episode where I could just explain everything and, like, all the weird shit that people probably scratch their head about and, like, give them all the background information behind everything that I do (laughs) and say and think. Because, yeah. Some of it is kind of funny when you know the whole story
0: yeah that's just the key is that if, if you know are you willing to risk the whole story kind of thing yeah exactly that's the tough part i know i know how that goes <laughs> it'd be
1: cool though like there's so much that i want to share like just customers and people we've met online and just all the just because there's a lot of weirdness that happens yeah Did you yeah. see the video of the dude lighting his Tekken esc on fire no someone got security cam footage of him lighting his esc on what? fire while he's recording talking about it suddenly bursting into flames <laughs> and the security cam footage has got him sitting with the car in his lap holding his phone with a lighter sparking oh trying to fucking God. light it on fire yeah, and so he posts all of it and then somebody posted the actual like footage of him rigging this whole
0: video. First of all, whoever whoever like <laughs> brought the truth out. Good on that guy. Cuz that's really bizarre circumstance that like they were even able to do that. And <laughs> two, what the hell? See, this is okay, so this is
1: sending it to you guys right now okay. on our thing.
0: Oh my god! You know, <laughs> see, this is yeah. See, this is exactly what I was talking about. We were having a conversation before recording tonight. Um, you know because. You, it, <sighs> Yeah, this this ties back to previous things we've talked about like i'll just the context of this is like sponsorship you know people like you know there, there's people who are like really genuine who like you know want to like be team drivers or whatever and help out or whatever and it's it's i'm always quick to dimis, dismiss people like that and sometimes wrongfully because some people like are genuine but then there's like kind of some people who like start dropping you weird subtle hints all the time and then like give you these really long buildups only to end up like just asking for something for free kind of thing. And (laughs) this is, I, you know, this is something that like Jay and I have talked a lot about because, and, and what I have always said, and this is a really great example of it is like with this industry is, is I love it, but it's weird and you can't, rationally like you can't even spend any time trying to rationalize people's behavior because it's not a blanket not everyone's going to do like what's in this video but the fact that just you know that this is something that just somebody here would do kind of thing you know you get weird people everywhere but this is like this is why. Well, of like, course it's, not it's even a
1: drag a... racing guy like it's absolutely of course a drag guy that would <laughs> do that
0: right it's like you know that's one of those things where it's like well like it. How do you even begin to put this on paper and try and math it out? Because you you just, you can't, you know, clearly this is, you know, it's an ego problem. It's always an ego problem. Oh yeah.
1: But you know, what's weird is those guys that will buy a brand, but just be on Facebook, just gnarly shit talking the brand,
0: which is weird because RC has like too many options in most cases you know like that yeah problem like solves itself
1: because i've seen element guys like in the element group talking about what garbage they are and everything you know but they're just like super proud posting all their rigs and stuff like yeah, that but they, like
0: they talk about like that they're they like five yeah,
1: yeah you know and, the, and they'll sit there and like argue with like brad or aaron or somebody and be assholes and stuff and you're just like what like is, I, is it attention like what is I it like feel, what is it that you're
0: doing here i feel like in a weird twisted way it's like therapy for them like the people going and doing so it's like the, the parallel i draw to something like this is i am like i, I for the, i'm really like mild mannered on facebook you know and instagram and everything and like i'm really careful about the things i say on social media my one, my exception to this is anything that has to do with football or Formula One. Those comment sections are always wild. And I, I generally partake in them. And because you just, you just find the, the funniest stuff in sports things and just the absolute worst takes. And it, for some people, like, they can't help it. And it's, like, cathartic. For them to go in and just, like, blast something. And they, you know... I And I'm I'm fully aware, you know, this applies to me too, but, like, they didn't, you know... They're not changing anything. They're not convincing anybody of anything kind of thing. All they're doing is just writing this paragraph about whatever it is they're pissed about and then doing absolutely nothing to act on it. Like, it was more that they, like, just needed to get it out. It's really weird. Because... Because otherwise, if you look at it, you know, if you look at like if you're this unhappy with it, why are you buying them? You know, like well, that's yeah, like, that's they'll, like they'll, my like, like that's my summary of it. It's like, like stuff, just don't do just, it. You know, just
1: don't. Yeah, will sit there and hate on the brand, and then you know, try really hard to get a cover photo or like a the guys in the drag racing scene that'll just talk total trash about like let's say their TEC Electronics, but that's just they're going to continue running it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just,
0: yeah, the problem solves like it's cool
1: to hate on something for whatever reason. And like they get off on engaging with the employees of certain businesses, you know, like, Oh, I told them or what, you know what I mean? Like, it's just All
0: right. No, I think I, like I said, I really think it is like a, you know, it is cathartic for people. They're not looking to solve the problem. They're just looking to talk about it. Because yeah, pro- and get some attention the- and feel bigger than they are. because yeah, so- solving the problem is easy. You know it really is when you break it down. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's it's a funny industry that way, and that's you know it it's it's hard because this is something that like I've always struggled with. Right? Is that I don't engage in the same kind of fun a lot of people do because I have a vested business interest in this industry. And so that does not afford me that level of fun, you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference. Like, you know, I, I enjoy doing the podcast. I enjoy this and that. I enjoy RC as a whole, but like, I don't. I don't do it because of that kind of thing. And so it's there's some, And so the, the trap you fall into when you're you're in a position like this is that you. You most of the time just perceive the negative and you see a lot of it a lot more and that's that's a really hard thing to like filter because again like I look at a lot of this and like you know I've just kind of been beaten down by it to the point where I'm just like I don't even care but yeah because again like you just you can't rationalize it you're just like well Someone decided to be stupid today. There's nothing I can do about that. I'm just gonna move on because in five minutes I've totally forgotten that that conversation or interaction even happened, and I never come back to think about it. So like, it really doesn't. I don't lose anything. Yes, yeah, so, but like I said, like it's just you know, it, it, it these are, you know, easy to solve problems. So yeah, I do. I always, I've always kind of found that odd too. Like, yeah, just buy a different product. You know, it's it's easy. Just do it. You're clearly not going to agree with me here. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah,
1: it's just... Yeah, I'll never understand it.
0: Speaking of... This one is not going to apply, I think. But, like, in terms of products that... I think are kind of polarizing. um, Kind of as a news segue. There's a six scale SCX now.
2: Yes. And the SCX. I would love...
0: I, I, this is one of those things where I I feel, yeah, I, I came into the conversation before the show late, but I do kind of feel like it is a bit of the Yeti XL thing. Like it does seem like it'd be kind of cool to see. It'd be cool to see one drive. I can't think of a situation where I'd ever want to buy one though.
1: Do you know how boring that thing would have been at like Die Hard, for example?
0: I guess this is, I, large scale RC is bigger than people give it credit for. But I just, that's my one, honestly, like that's my whole thing. Like, I don't know where I would take something like that. Like, clearly, like, I'm not, the product's not for me. Like, that's obvious. And they're not marketing it for me. But I, I, God, I I couldn't imagine it. It's like having anything like that.
1: Well, yeah, it's already hard enough to find like decent spots to drive 10th scale rigs.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's like fifth scale racing too. Like, fifth scale racing is an yeah. example of this. But it's fifth scale took off in the last couple of years. And even if there was local fifth scale racing, I would never want to partake in that. Like, that is way too much going on. Too big, too
1: expensive, and too slow for how big they are
0: yeah and that's 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 one thing with like rc is that the the speed does not i mean for crawling it's probably much different but for like if you're trying to go like peak racing like speed does not translate to the larger scales anywhere close to a linear like it's substantially slower
1: oh yeah like an eighth scale buggy would walk all over a fifth scale buggy all day
0: yeah as far as i can tell you know i've never seen them in person but that's what it looks like from videos anyways
1: yeah, yeah. It just I don't know. I a six scale crawler just doesn't really appeal to me, just because of. Don't know where I would drive it.
0: So if anybody's curious on some specs on this, like on this thing, right? Yes, the S it's the SCX6, the the G, was it yeah, it's a Jeep JLU, and mm-hmm. so it's a Sith scale we talked about. It's thirty three and a half inches long. Uh, <laughs> Just under 15 inches wide. Just under it's 14, or yeah, 14 and a half inches tall. 25 pounds. What's the wheelbase? Um, 19.74 inches, 501 millimeters. Man. I quite the other literally thing could like, not store this in my apartment. I have no, like this, this would not fit on the shelf. It would not
1: serve double duty as a coffee table or something or an ottoman. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it just, I don't know. We were, one of the things we were talking about, you know, before the show and stuff was like how long it's going to take in our current economic environment for the aftermarket to try and jump on board with something like this. Like, I think it's a no brainer that Proline at some point is going to make bodies for it and they'll probably be discontinued after six months or something like they do everything else. And there's just no, There's no customize it's like you better really like the Jeep JLU because you just spent you know eleven hundred bucks on one and you can't even buy a different body for it, you know, like you can't buy different tires or wheels or any of this stuff. I mean, granted, you can 3D print things like that, but I mean it's like you when the aftermarket does it if they if and when they do catch up and start making stuff for it like seriously think about how much a set of beadlocks for this thing would cost you know it's like you're probably looking at 350 bucks or something for a set of aluminum locks from vanquish
0: yeah there's something here like the large scale i'm kind of taking the approach i'm taking the approach with this that i am out of touch enough with large scale rc that i really don't have anything to offer here as far as like analysis because for them for for the time period i'm like i'm really curious to see how many of these move and like how popular this ends up being because for the time period in the current like economy and supply chain you know that correlates to release something like this and then to release something as like specific as like you know this they must have something must have jumped at them in market research that really convinced them they should have done this. This does not like, this is not one of those things that you just do like one of those like Monday morning meetings where you're like, Hey, wouldn't a six scale Jeep be sick? Oh yeah. Okay. Let's make one. Like there's, right. there's gotta be something here. that Maybe all the low just, C large scale stuff
1: them. is moving really good. Maybe. I mean, you know, I think like, five maybe B's all the, do like, well. Well, you and, like, know. the the trophy trucks are cool. Yeah. You know, their fifth-scale Brenthel trophy trucks are rad and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, you still don't see them anywhere. Or re- like, I never see people really posting them or anything. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're selling really well, and it's this big growing market, and that's why they're going to do a six scale crawler. But, like, just the timing of it's weird. There's not going to be aftermarket support, really. I mean, it's just,
2: well, I don't know. It'll is.
1: be
0: interesting well hopefully i mean you know that's that's the hard thing is for this i wouldn't know you know it's it's nuts
1: (laughs) i almost like for whatever reason i get this weird feeling like this is going to be one of those things where something's going to happen and like we're not going to see these on shelves until like february or something crazy now you know like this just seems like one of those weird rigs that there'll be some sort of like Issue or drama attached to somehow?
0: I don't know. So Stuck in the canal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the only that's the only real like variable here
2: is I wonder if this is late at all. Well, yeah. the other thing too is I guess you know, and I only know this because I know a handful of people with them. Um, as far as six scale goes, uh, it's. Those, you know, the GI Joe slash like Willys Jeeps are pretty popular. Um, there's a handful. I mean, there was a whole crawl based around it or a run down at Proline by the Fire for it. Um, I guess eight or nine guys that have six scale willies went out and, you know, drove them around. So the drive for large scale is there. My thing, it'll just be very interesting to see how this takes off only because it's like you got to be seriously invested in the hobby if you're gonna go for one of these but then again what do I know because now everybody uses a firm for everything so you could probably just make payments of like forty dollars a month for the next like you know that's a two good, years that's a good point
0: that's a good point you this know does, this does strike me
2: a little bit as like the affirm special. It's like, and see, and I think that's what a lot of people forget is like, you know, yeah, that's a good point. Unfortunately, dude. there are going to be people that finance this thing because, I mean, you're not going to just go drop eleven hundred dollars on a car. I don't even know if you've announced that price yet, but um, okay. it's been floating around that it's ten ninety nine ninety nine, so eleven hundred dollars. And uh, the other stuff that I'm just interested to see is what powers it. Um, but it was funny because when i was talking about this rig i was told that it wasn't going to have uh portals it was gonna be straight axles and i was like "Whew, thank god <laughs> um and i know and i know everybody laughs when they hear that because it's like you know normally everybody's like portals is better as portals and you're like i'm just not a portal fan i mean i do gotta give it to portals have their spot like i mean we'll get into it in a little bit um i ran my capra all weekend at crawl for a cure Uh, I have a newfound love for that rig mainly because I did some tuning, but you know, that rig portals, it works. Um, seeing a Jeep gladiator go down the trail with portals is unrealistic in my eyes. So it's like, I just don't, it just doesn't have that wow factor to me. Now, if you're building something for total points and performance and you don't care, well, yeah, then portals all the way but it was interesting to see no portals. Um, like I said, I'm interested to see battery. I'm assuming this is a 4s application. I could be wrong. Um, I'm curious to see what the electronics are. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know Jay brings up a good point, you know, the aftermarket support, who's going to be making what for it, because, um, Like Vanquish dabbled into making axle replacements and like upgraded parts for the Yeti XL and then just never really pulled the trigger on putting those parts in production. Right. Because they were just kind of like hesitant because they weren't sure how the rig was going to perform. Because I know for a fact, uh, when Elio had his, uh, he was testing out, like beta testing a lot of. He had, I think, some axle shafts, axle housing, and something else. I think a sway bar, maybe, from Vanquish. It was all for the Yeti XL, and I don't think any of that ever went to market. Wow, that's a lot of work. So, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Very interesting to see what happens. Um, can you imagine how much tires are going to be for that? Like,
1: I was just thinking, like, servo's going to be damn expensive. Tires are going to be really expensive if you can get aftermarket tires, which I'm sure that there'll be a ProLine tire available for it. But, I mean, still, it's probably going to be a lot. Like, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they were 50 bucks a pair.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you're paying about it's a lot of rubber works. there you're paying almost about 50 bucks a pair for a set of crawlers like well for for four though no not necessarily i just bought those um crawler the axial crawlers and i want to say they were almost they were a little over 20 they're like 27 bucks a pair
1: yeah yeah that's what i'm saying though like with this like i'm thinking like 50 a pair for these if you
2: double it yeah yeah 100 bucks
1: for tires for it
2: i mean but the, you got to be a dollar like, figure about it. Yeah. yeah. You're being yeah. realistic about it. Now, the shocks got to look pretty monstrous on those things because I remember, I forget who made aftermarket shocks for the um, Yeti XL, but those things look like you can throw them on a pit bike. It was hilarious.
1: You know, it's weird. Pro Lines always had really nice looking shocks because they did some large scale shocks, I think, for the X Max or something. And like yep. you said, like they look like small, like
2: automotive units are huge. But yeah, so it'll be interesting. I mean, you know, and then I've seen a handful of people that said, Oh, it's about time somebody releases a six scale, you know, um, crawler. And, I'm, you know, what if this starts something new? What if we're all just making fun of it or we're all just not taking it seriously? And let's say now this is the new craze and everybody ditches 10th and goes sixth. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just, you never know. I mean, I, yeah. I doubt it. But you never know. They definitely
1: like making big vehicles for whatever reason be interesting to see what happens with that yeah i don't know that was like when i saw they were talking about a release today i was like huh then i looked into it a little bit more i was like that was really unexpected
2: yeah so and just uh i'm sure by the time this goes live everybody already have seen the release but um the sixth scale you can supposedly set the 10th scale on the back of it and then you can set the 24th on the back of the 10th scale so you can have your little pyramid or those russian dolls where they all fit inside each other (laughs) (laughs) yeah jeep jeep nesting dolls yep so yeah i mean interesting release um I'm kind of like I said, I'm excited to see it. Would I get one? Probably not. Um, just a lot has to do with size and the cost. But your credit score, um, I don't know. Credit score.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, you're actually like, you know, trading rigs in to buy this one.
2: <laughs> you know, I was actually just about, you know, now that you say that it's kind of funny you ever want to go into business and make a killing become a credit lender for um, RC enthusiasts Dude. <laughs> yeah, the yeah amount of I mean you, <laughs> I mean I know there's some people that are just they got a, they got a sickness and they just gotta have new 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 get the latest and greatest yeah so yeah. but um <laughs> I guess the other thing to go into was Crawford a Cure was this past weekend. Um, And I drove up there to do that. Uh, Hung out with Dan Sutherland pretty much all day. Um, So it was pretty cool. Um, It was definitely cold uh, for this time of the year. Typically, I mean, I know we up in the mountains like that high. Yeah, you will get cold, but not to the level of how cold it was. We pulled in at eight in the morning and it was already 30. It was still 32 degrees out and everything. The logs that do the perimeter of the road were all frosted over. I mean, it was cold. So, um, warmed up finally. A lot of people started losing their sweatshirts later in the, you know, day. And then as soon as the sun started going down, it was like instantly cold again. But, um, fun event it's. Super sad that it's the last one. Um, So it definitely went out with a bang. Uh, Tony Mazza, with the help of a few other people, um, I don't want to list them all off because I'll probably miss a few, but uh, it's all over Facebook and Instagram. Uh, He did a rig to raffle away um, at the crawl. And actually what happened was spur of the moment he decided to just say, hey how about we all just donate to a pot and we're gonna donate this rig to to Mark Bentoncourt for as a thank you for the nine years of putting on this event and there were some definite emotions and waterworks right away and I believe the grand total that everybody raised by just you know going around and putting in about like you know whatever you could f- afford to put in was 10 grand. So, 10 grand to the American Cancer Society. Wow. Um, So, that was awesome. Um, Yeah, good times. Um, Like I said, you know, sad that this event is ending. uh, But, you know, I was glad to say I'm probably one of the few that has been to every single one of those events since when it started. Yes, first event ever was 2013 only 86 drivers fast forward to 2021 and they had 341 pre-registered drivers and that's not including uh, however many showed up the day of the event and it was just crazy to see the numbers and how much that that event has grown and yeah I do I have an event shirt from every single one of their events. Um, I have all the wrenches somewhere, um, which was pretty funny because that was one of the things he asked in the driver's meeting. He said, who here has the unicorn, the, the event number one, 2013 wrench. And I, I was one of, I did raise my hand for a second. The only thing is I didn't have, well, I didn't think I had it with me. And then I was checking my trail backpack and it was in my, um, It was in my bag of trail wrenches, so I actually had it with me. But uh, there was only, like, three people that raised their hands at the event that said they had number 13. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, um, it's awesome. I want to do a little, like, thank you. So I do have something in the works, like a little quick little video, a montage, um, so to say, of, like, a thank you for everything. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy to think – that you know and i and i don't even think that i've really been in you know rc that long but i guess you know when you look at it this way you kind of have been to be at an event the whole lifespan of the event it's pretty rad
1: so, i'm disappointed i was never able to make it to that one because i have always really wanted to go well
2: well the cool thing about it is like i've also watched it you know, move and grow into a new location. So 2016, I think, or 2017. Actually here, hold on. I'm going to look real quick. I forget if they have it posted. I have a picture of all the shirts. They, um, If they have it printed on the shirts, I forget. No, they don't say. I believe... I want, i'm gonna say it i think 2017 was the first year it went to yeah i think it was the first year it went to bear river lake resort or bear river campgrounds and then yeah it's it was at rollins lake ever since or prior to that so um uh, but yeah good times uh great cause sad to see it go um and thank you to everybody that showed up uh, for the farewell crawl. Nice end of an era, end of an era. Um, unfortunately, I just hope that this doesn't like become a trend with a lot of our big events that happen in California, because we're starting to see a trend of like a lot of big events Um either getting very difficult to go on or ending and it's like you know we're going to be limited to like maybe like two events now if you know all these events keep canceling or you know whatever so hopefully um that doesn't become a trend but we'll see um and i guess just for a quick second i'll just talk that because i know i sent it to to you guys. Um, I ran the Capra, I did two mods to it. I put a little bit bigger tire. I went with the axial crawlers in the R35 compound and I did the pen spring mod. So it kind of helped with the overall, um, what is it, the center of gravity and everything and the way it rides. So I mean, I'm really impressed. And I also know it, you know, I do have four wheel steer on it. So that helps a lot. And actually, I was getting the hang of when to kick in the four wheel steer, because I get that question a lot. Like I got it at least a handful of times this past weekend. How does the four wheel steer work? How did you get it to do that? How do you you know, and I said, well, with my spectrum remote, there is a four wheel steer option in it already. So it goes in and it already does the mixing for you so it all works the way it's supposed to work. Because I remember when I first tried making that work, I tried to set it up on a switch um, to control it that way, like a momentary, and the rig started freaking out. All of a sudden, the, the front servo had like 50% power and the rear had all the power and I was going like, what is going on? Like I couldn't figure it out. So I finally had to reset everything and I looked in the directions and there was actually that uh, mode in my remote. So basically you don't get to control it individually, but the cool thing is they have uh, four different profiles, I believe three or four. And the one is, uh, I call it like barrel. Basically, the wheels turn to help a tighter radius turn. Um, so you, so what is that? They're turning the same direction, right? Yeah. Okay. So they, they I think, that, so they turn the same direction. So you can make a really tight turn left or right. Then the next profile is crab walk, where they go the opposite. So you can shift sideways like a crab. Um, and then the other one. The last profile was what I call forklift where the front stays straight and you turn with the rear. Now I set up all those profiles on my remote and I picked which ones I thought I was going to use more than the other. So for me, it's a, so I turn that into a four position switch because you just keep selecting which profile you want. And first one is regular. Second is that barrel. Third is the crab walk. Fourth is that forklift because I figured eh, I don't know if I'll ever actually really use it. And you just got to remember how many times you've shifted that um, switch on your remote so you know what profile you're in. But it's really it it was kind of fun to play around with because there were some lines on the rocks I was doing and I'm like oh I just can't make it but I was like oh yeah that's right I got four wheel steering so I bump so I would go into that profile and I'd be able to like shift the car or do something that. Typically, you know, with just a front servo, you wouldn't be able to do. And it made pulling lines pretty fun. So I had a a blast. So it actually gave me like a newfound love for that rig. Because that, out of all my rigs, that rig had the least amount of time on it prior to this event.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I never really hear you talk about using it that much.
2: Yeah, so overall, I'm impressed. A little late to the game. You know, if I probably would have done those two things to it from the beginning, then, you know, maybe I'd be playing with it more. But yeah, no, I'm definitely stoked with it. And now I'm kind of torn because I was also with another buddy of mine, Tyler, who works up at WFO, and he's got a Capra, but he put um he 10-2 axles underneath it and then he put the three-gear transmission in it so he had a different so his crawling ability was a little different but his track width was a little narrower so it looked really good the only problem was he there were some there were some lines we were doing where he had a hard time staying in the same you know path just because he was that much narrower so it's kind of like a toss-up so I was always on the fence about doing the three gear swap. Uh, but now I don't know because it actually works. So I like that little transmission. What, you're using like a really high turn
1: motor in that, aren't you? Like a 55 turn or something?
2: No. So actually I'm using the Holmes Hobbies Puller Pro 2100 KV. Oh, you, wow. Okay. So, which actually I still think is a smidge too tall um, for that Uh just because of the the gearing in that transmission. Uh, 17 is probably the sweet spot for crawling. 21, you still get a little bit of high speed. So I guess that could come into play if you need to do like a bump and you need to, you know, bump up something. Um, But yeah, no, I went brushless. Um, And I also adjusted the throttle curve. Um, Actually, I believe Brandon Catton, no, Brandon Catton helped me with my, 10-2 the fool's gold he helped me with the profile on that and then i took that same profile and i modified it for the capra oh okay it's weird how tall that
1: transmission is geared because my buddy jared has a 45 turn in his and he ended up getting it too hot and smoking it just because even you know it was too tall even for a 45 so
2: see which is weird because like most people like when you say oh yeah i, I did a 21 they're like whoa that's really low and you're like well it would be if it was any other car but the fact that the transmission is geared so tall it you know actually works because right. originally i had my eyes on the 27 but the problem is the when i was at jj customs before he closed his first shop um there was a guy there and he, i mean everything he was doing was like super fast. And I'm going, what are you, what motor's in that? And he's like, Oh, it's a 2700. And I'm like, okay, well then I'm not going 2700. <laughs> yeah, so that's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, 27 on like, I guess your normal, you know, 10 something with a three gear style transmission is probably fine, but not with the, yeah not with the Capra. So yeah, so I was kind of torn. The only other thing that I'm still not a big fan of, but it's almost not even neat. I almost don't need it now with the fact that I have four wheel steer is the dig servo or the dig unit in that car. Um, because the whole purpose of the dig is so you can like, you know, pivot around things. But the fact that I got four wheel steer and I can kind of use that to pivot and turn and all that. I, I didn't really use the dig all that much. Um,
1: but yeah, I never used the freewheel part. That just was, I don't know. I what? I just couldn't get having the rear freewheel. I could never get up anything with just the front. The only place I ever used the dig on our Capra was going downhill. I would lock it up and let it drag the tires down stuff. But that was really the only time I ever used it.
2: Yeah. Well, that I did do that once, just to like you know, kind of like. For shits and giggles but uh i actually have that drag brake on that set so nice that that thing will just roll super slow down almost nice. anything so i'm really like i said i'm really impressed with it the only other thing i could see that really helping that rig is if i did one of like i think vanquish has like that 12 percent overdrive gear you can you can put in the portal boxes if i did something like that in the front it would probably help pull the front down when I'm climbing up stuff, cause there's still some areas where it just doesn't want to, you know, it just wants to lift up and just fall backwards. So, and that also could be just the way I have it set up. Uh, when I did do the pen spring mod, I did go with a little bit heavier oil in the back, but it's not much, heavier. it was only 40 weight. Cause that's all I had that was the heaviest. Um, and I put th- 30 in the front so it's not much heavier in the back so realistically i probably could put something like 50 or 60 weight in the back and it will probably stiffen it up enough to where it wouldn't want to always you know tilt backwards give it a little more for, forward pressure right um right. but but i definitely think maybe going to the 12 percent overdrive in the front would really help
1: overdrive just overdrive. is nice in general on everything
2: well it's funny because it's like that's how we used to build the rigs like back when you like that the og scx 10 when you had like when you had to modify the car to make it a performer everybody was doing overdrive all yep. we did overdrive 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 and then it's like the 10-2 came out and everybody kind of like just gave up on over yeah they just forgot about it because i had over under in my OGSCX
1: and man i loved it like it worked so good and what's funny is there's so many people that i've seen on like the element page specifically just because they come with overdrive is the fact that they're like oh you know you don't want overdrive on trails and everything else it's like dude i drove the crap out of mine over under at axial fest and all these other places all kinds of trail runs i never had any issues on trails with running overdrive like just i don't know people just unnecessarily be, complicate things
2: well i'll be honest the only time i ever saw anything gnarly like that was anybody doing something like on on asphalt or any really hard packed surface because right then yeah. the tires actually gripping so you're seeing them spin differently so it's like it starts to chatter and do stuff but other than that you really don't notice it yeah no especially not on
1: dirt i mean you exactly. don't notice any
2: of that on dirt such a loose surface so yeah so i don't know so it's one of those things i might play around with it still but like overall i'm like super impressed with it and then i never realized how great the approach and departure angles were on that car yeah they're like it they're pretty much like the tires are pretty much at the nose and the tail of the car so you that thing will just you know you can pull right up to a rock and if your tires are sticky enough and you got the torque it will just climb right up and then keep going so no it was, you know, it's go ahead i'm sorry I say, no it's definitely becoming a really fun rig what was it's that cool that you're
1: enjoying it do you, have, do you know what a bowler is They're they're it's a type of race car over in europe no i don't the, there's a kit so they're kind of like a half rally half ultra four type vehicle like bowlers are kind of strange looking like a lot of them are based on like land rovers and stuff and uh they there's a guy on thingiverse that makes a bowler style body kit for the capra and it actually looks pretty good you know all things considered so i just thought it was kind of i kind of want to see like a really nice well-built one now
2: Hmm. i'll
1: have to look that up I am going to try and find it and send the picture to the chat because it's pretty neat
2: looking. Okay. Um, the other thing too is, and I will say it is, I get a lot of compliments on the wrap on the Capra. Oh, you got the sparkly yep. one, huh? Yep. Everybody talks about that, especially anybody who's in the fishing. They get like they get like hot and bothered <laughs> over it. They're like, "Whoa, it's it's
1: fast boat withdrawals."
2: Yep. <laughs> so like when bob tarvin first saw it and he was like that sparkle and i was like i was like bob you jealous and he goes is that paint i go no it's a wrap and he goes i can't believe that sparkle dude and i was like he's like that's a great looking wrap well if it wasn't
1: freaking thickness of sheet metal it would be a lot more fun to work
2: with well that's the only other thing i was going to say is on my hood i'm going to have to clean up some areas and maybe like glue it back down or something there's like corners that are starting to lift and I just can't get it to stay back That's <laughs> a lot of thick vinyl to try and yep. go
1: around corners that stuff like I, I couldn't get it to stay down on my gatekeeper hood
2: it just didn't have the bite so but other than that dude I mean that thing's amazing
1: I want to go drive RC cars now that's not fair you get to go do it
2: hey, it's been a while so, yeah, I mean, it was Axial Fest was the last time I was out. So, I mean, what oh, was wow. that? So, what was that? Three months? Four months? Crazy. Something like that. So, and I'm still working on uh, my, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Cheater 2.0, my comp rig whatever you want to call it i basically i don't know if you're familiar with the rig that i had the um we we nicknamed him the cheater it was like our attempt of doing a um you know comp crawler out of a scaler so you know make it as super you know comp as possible but still kind of make it look like a scaler so it was like a belly dragger super low um and basically I took that apart and I'm reusing a lot of those parts to rebuild a newer truck that I could use in like a Sorka class two atmosphere. So um, it's kind of a first for me because I'm trying to actually follow some sort of rules. Um, and it will be my first, I guess, other than the Capra, my first I guess you could say competition-driven or performance-driven rig that uh, has portals. So, um, yeah. So I'm working on that. I'm using a nostalgic um, axial. So not to get confused with the B-17 Betty body. It's the Betty body. Basically, it's the same body that came in my very first scx 10 kit that chevy rounded looking one mm-hmm. so i'm going with that body the only difficult part was it i had to adjust my uh my wheelbase because that body if i'm not mistaken was the 11.4 wheelbase Oh wow really so it was like a I dingo have, length one it might have it might have been, been a little bit bigger but not much I, you know actually go crazy. on crazy i'm gonna look that up right now um I, like I said, so it was a, it was definitely a smaller wheelbase rig. I just, you know, um, I just couldn't bring myself to making it that small. So I adjusted the, um, so I adjusted the wheelbase a little bit. Yeah, no wheelbase 11.4. It was a small wheelbase. Um, so what I did was I shortened the wheelbase to 12. Um, so I just had to like re the rear. Um, I did shift the body back a smidge and then I redid the, uh, the rear, um, fender opening. I kind of modified it to make it look, uh, you know, more like, so it worked with that. Um, but yeah, no, that, uh, so that's going to be my next, uh, I, I guess you can say build I want to get that thing going pretty soon. And then I'm also using only because I can't bring myself, which I still do have. I have the original f- Proline flat irons that came with that build. They're sitting in a or kit. They're sitting in a box. But I'm using the iron XLs in its place. So I'm trying to go kind of like making it look like that OG one that came on the box, but with a way more modern twist.
1: Gotcha. Are you going to go like interior and all that stuff too, or no? I don't think I'm going that far. Oh. Uh,
2: all right, sure. I mean, I don't know. I guess I could because I think that's an extra however many points. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm trying to find you a picture
1: of Ebola where I found pictures of that Capra all right so here we go it's actually i I don't know i mean it would be cool to build one just because it's different but let's see here i'm just gonna send them on the text it's on our text chat i guess we should probably think about getting to questions here too
2: yes i was just about to say the same thing Because I've already been reading for about an hour.
1: Yeah, we should do questions. Okay, I just sent sent them to our group chat on our phones.
0: Alrighty. It's kind of
1: cool in a way.
0: Yeah, that's pretty sweet.
1: Isn't that kind of what it reminds you of, is a bowler, sort of? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not, like, exact, but...
0: Minds it's, Dude, it's, really almost like,
2: it's almost like you're trying to throw, um, you know, turn it into, like, a quad. It's, like, super Euro-looking. <laughs> yeah. What's interesting is that one, they put... They actually put OG, like, I think... I Could be wrong, but that it almost like looks boom like boom fat
1: axles or something.
2: Yeah, but it almost looks like the original, like they're they're modeled off the original axial, like a like the AR60 style, like the um yeah, Vanquish had a set of axles that were like that. They're SCX 10, but they had like the the 60 center pumpkin. Weird. So huh.
0: Crazy. You guys ready for questions, Then, Ready. Yes. All right. Uh, First one is from Kenny Good. He says, Adam, I'm looking to replicate my one-to-one overlanding Astrovan, and I'm wondering if you might know of the best van body out there, the ProLine or the Charisma.
2: So now it depends on what you're trying to go for, because those are two great options if you're going Lexan. But it's funny you bring that up uh, because I was talking about this with Todd. I think he read this question and he was bringing it up to me. There is a 3D printable file for an Astro body. Um, So if you know somebody who does 3D printing, you could probably get one printed out. Um, But I've seen – so I haven't seen the Charisma in person, but I've seen the Proline in person. The Proline is a really nice – body so if you're gonna go with uh you know if you're gonna go with lexan i'll probably go with the Proline. um but if you really want the astro like i said and you're not worried about weight and everything you could probably have somebody 3d print you one
1: well with that charisma body i do know night customs is making some stuff for that too so
2: we'll see then that there you go that could also drive your choice
1: yeah especially if he starts doing like roof racks and stuff for it that Mm -hmm. he could have a lot of cool stuff to add to his astro build that would definitely be original
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um uh paul shulman says how do you say no to new projects i have 12 or so rigs and three quarters of them are projects in progress but as this hobby goes, I want that new release or getting inspiration from seeing a truck drive by. My wallet will thank you for any insight.
2: <laughs> Don't fight it. Well, well, it's funny that you bring that up because I suffer from that a lot, especially as of lately. Um, you want to like you know build something and you want to have like the you, you know and you're constantly working on something and you're like halfway through or whatever percentage of the build you're at and then you see something else that gives you more inspiration you're like oh i could do that too and then you start working on that and then it just becomes like a sickness where you just keep trying to keep doing something and then eventually you kind of hit this block in the road where you go i have way too many projects they need to get done and then it's just a matter of being disciplined and sitting there and getting them done um yeah i know that all too well uh it's hard but sometimes you just gotta put your foot down and say, yeah, I got to get this done or be realistic. If you lost interest and you don't have, you know, and you don't have the the means to finish it, you know, put it up for sale or see if, if you can recycle it and turn it into something else that you're going to do. Um, I've done that with a couple. That's like why I'm doing that with the, you know, comp style rig. Um, I'm repurposing something that I didn't drive as much anymore. And now, It'll be something I could drive more. So. Sound
0: advice. First step is acceptance. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I've got to say. Um, Chris Trudeau says, so what's new? Are you guys keeping busy? How many times have you held off buying something? Kit, ESC, motor, ESC? etc., and you finally do it, only to have a newer version or upgrade announced soon thereafter. Case in point, I finally pulled the trigger on a 7PXR radio, and then the new t, uh, T10 t Futaba is announced. Yeah. This doesn't actually affect me that often. Like, yep. something new coming out, and then right after I bought something.
1: Yeah, but- hasn't really happened for us luckily
2: yeah for me um that hasn't really happened the only closest thing i guess you could say that kind of happened with was when i bought my spectrum dx5 because i bought that i forget after which axial fest i finally threw it it through the towel in on my other the dx3 that i had before that and it i kept breaking the steering wheel spring And I broke it, I don't know how many times, I finally over it and I said, I can't, I'm done fixing this thing. So I was like, I'm gonna get the new one, the DX5. Um, And then I think right after I bought that, the Rugged came out. And the only thing I like about the Rugged over the standard DX5 is the fact that it's kind of got like that bar that comes down that you can like attach, you know, GoPros and stuff to. Um, and it has that little spot on the radio where you can put like your trail wrench, your little wheel wrench and all that stuff in it. But other than that, like the, that pad on the back is not the greatest to, you know, use. And I like the mine has a actual wheel that scrolls. Um, that was probably the closest thing. Like I said, to anything that I was like, oh, I bought it. And then the latest came out. Otherwise, um, there really isn't the only thing I'm waiting on, which I'm hoping that they go back, you know, on uh, on the website soon. Is the um, oh, what is it? The Crom is it the Cromaster Mini? Homes Hobbies has a really really tiny uh, speed control that I want to put paired with my Holmes Hobbies revolver that's going on that comp rig. So I'm waiting on that. That's about
0: it. That's about it. Um let's see. Nick LaRusso says, What are your thoughts of the Fly Sky Paladin eighteen channel radio? Keep up the good work. And Trav the gatekeeper looks sick. Thanks. I
2: didn't do any of it. But I'll take all the credit. <laughs> Why not?
0: None of it came from me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, oh good god! Looking at this radio, I'm assuming you guys didn't look at it yet. What's that? No. The Fly Sky, the 18 channel. I haven't seen that yet. Well, first, first
1: time I paid attention to Fly Sky was when their Noble or whatever came out.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at this thing, and this is about as complex as our drone controllers.
2: Oh, it's like a two-stick. Yeah, this it's is... Like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. This is fancy. <laughs> Adam
0: says no. If I was operating like a scale cement mixer, this would be pretty dialed. <laughs> But I don't think I have the bandwidth for something like that, so I'm gonna pass Space Shuttle or <laughs> Yeah, I guess. fucking R C aircraft carrier. Yeah, there's I mean the I guess the possibilities are endless since Fly Skies can basically basically be written like a Linux. So can do just about anything with them. I keep that in my They're back pocket locked. in case I ever decide to do some uh under the radar engineering. Some 14th scale semi-truck building and driving. Yeah, if I ever really, like, if I ever get motivated and have the time suddenly to just do something absolutely ridiculous, that is the radio I will use. <laughs> Which would be a lot of fun. Alright. Um, Eric Warren. What's the big release from one of the big three being announced tomorrow? We covered that. It's- um let's see opinions on the scx six i think we covered that um it's just not big enough okay so here's i heard it here folks just not big enough not yeah here's my question what is the advantage of making this a sixth scale over a fifth scale
1: yeah, good point. You know, like it's this is this size. is the thing I
0: always ask, you know, I was like, you know, like what what made them go like, no, this is a perfect size? What about fit Oh no, that's just too much.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know I, mean? I don't know. Was is it the army trucks that they you know, so not, that there's something sure. cool to be on the
0: trail next to those? Is that what drove the size determination? Hard to say. I've used this as an example before, but you remember the Traxxas uh XO one? yeah you know the hundred mile an hour car which like good on them for the promo to get it to hit a hundred miles an hour at Texas motor Speedway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah like it was a seventh scale what 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 do you do with a seventh scale I mean that obviously wasn't the point of the vehicle the point of the vehicle was it could do a hundred miles an hour, and i'm sure I'm sure there were some dented uh Maybe it was a wheel and tire size because those
1: were eighth scale buggy, you know, hexes and tires. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, maybe is it that's just... what drove the size
0: of the X01. Yeah, it's just one of those things. You know, it's just, it's just bizarre. So. So I wonder what size
1: the tires are on this thing, if it's a 22 or what they are. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we find out tomorrow, but. Still it's interesting,
0: I suppose I mean I guess looking at it this could it could be a two two I mean based what off of size the brushless
1: one, motor comes with it yeah, I know that's there's just so many questions now
0: guess we'll find I mean I we we're somehow talking about this ahead of official announcement yet when the <laughs> this podcast goes public these details will probably be revealed. <laughs> so it's I'm, our
1: version of a Marvel time heist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nick LaRusso asks, is Chris Trudeau ever going to be a special guest host? He already was. I well, think I guess you guys he was were talking about
1: doing that one with Chris and yeah.
0: Nick together. Yeah, I guess he wasn't a host that one. You were just gone.
1: Slap that I'm working on it sticker on and yeah, there we go,
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe next week it Facebook Creator Studio has this really cool uh feature, it's like one of the only ones at work um where you can categorize like inbox things, so i'm gonna- I'm gonna make a working on it section
2: That's funny,
0: and then I can check in on it in November,
1: I like that.
2: Um,
0: let me look here, make sure I'm not missing any. Sack the Ripper, when can I come on the podcast? Today was a, you missed it, dude.
1: <laughs> Damn, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> now we should do that. We should have Spencer on sometime.
0: There we go. Um, Chris Trudeau asked on Instagram, so is Axial teasing something big. Thoughts on if it's a newer SMT10 or similar? It might be a sixth scale JK or JLU, I mean. Hmm. Just maybe. Don't really. Oh, yeah. So oh. I, I don't know who this one is. So I, I've got to say the handle Ghetto Cowboy RC14. Don't really have a local crawler scene, how should I go about starting one?
1: With a name like that, you're gonna make friends no matter what. <laughs> yeah.
0: So
2: well, ghetto I gotta cowboy. ask if he's listening, so I clicked on it and it actually has his name at the top of it, Brandon Geiger. Oh, okay. Um are you a Yellow Wolf fan? Because he's the only other one I know who ever used that term ghetto cowboy.
0: What is that?
2: Yellow Wolf, the rapper?
0: That's a rapper? That was yeah. the last thing I thought that was. He's yeah, like Yellow
1: Machine Wolf. Gun Kelly only doesn't pick fights with everyone.
2: I guess you could say that. He was he was the closest thing to like Eminem on Eminem's roster. Uh. He has a very similar style, kind of like raps in the same kind of style that Eminem used to rap in um but he was from Alabama so he kind of had that like southernness to the way he rapped huh so yeah he's he's got some good ones out there
1: he came out I about saw- the same time as G Easy right
2: close like kind of onto the scene at the same time the
0: hell are close. these people
2: um it's actually funny though you said not picking fights he actually if you listen to the i think it's called bloody sunday freestyle he picks a beef he picks a fight with Jeezy. oh man he called him a what did he call him tom cruise looking motherfucker or something like that oh, wow so that, yeah geez. it was pretty it was that that's actually if if anyone's curious that's actually a great song to get started on from Yellow Wolf, it's actually pretty good. Also, so.
0: in defensive, I I cannot believe I'm saying this, but in defensive Machine Gun Kelly, this latest fight was not it was his fault. On. Yeah, that was not his fault. He didn't do anything at all, and all of a sudden Corey Taylor got on some bullshit, which is pretty standard. So, he's, he's not responsible for this one. I'll give I'll give him that.
2: To be honest, I think it has to drive from the fans, because if I'm not mistaken, when I saw Stone Sour in concert with Korn three years ago, two years ago, however many years ago that was, um, which is when I also saw, ironically, Yellow Wolf was in that lineup. Um there was something just happened between Chad kroger and Corey Taylor and <laughs> and the fans brought it up. The fans brought it up at the thing. They somebody yelled something like like fuck Nickelback and and they the whole crowd started like chanting it and then he started like laughing, you know. Like so I'm not going to say that it's always 100% Corey Taylor's fault. I think some of it is fan driven and like a fan will bring it up or someone will say something and then he's kind of got to go in with his, you know, answers and the way he handles everything. So, but yeah, no, that was actually quite interesting when the whole chant of fuck Nickelback, you know, went across the shoreline. Or
1: Chad Kroger. He's just trying to enjoy a Molson ice at his (laughs) house. Somewhere Canada, I love... he's got Corey Taylor talking shit about it I him.
0: loved ahead of this that all he had to do was hear Chad Kroger and he started busting up laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. Uh... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um... There
1: is no bigger joke in the music oh, yeah, industry than Chad Kroger. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. I don't know. That's a stretch he had, um, had ramen hair for a while but that was about it God. back to French answering ghetto
2: cowboy rc don't really have a local crawler scene how should i how should i go about starting one basically you're just going to have to network and see if there's anybody in your area that that it you know has a crawler and then you're going to have to just start having little events and you're just going to start trying to build up the you know the numbers of people showing up to those events and then eventually, you'll start getting a little scene going on.
1: Facebook's probably the easiest way to link up with people that are near him. Exactly.
0: Um, Ziggy Bordenemy, he says, if you were to build a full dollhouse-scale garage, what would you add for that over the top realistic scale look or that hasn't been done yet say like an old school garage pit drinking fountain I know I'm a trendsetter follow up question
2: you need to have the like the the dirty urinal next to it too there's a follow (laughs) up follow up question from
0: black turtle garage is I want to know where I can get the file for the water fountain
1: Oh, that was thingy verse. It is a magnificent water fountain too. That is good. And that had the most half-assed prep job ever. Add two coats of spray primer. And then I just took some Scotch bright to it and shot it silver and then double stick taped it to the wall. And it works. You do stuff like that and you will never have any shortage of people to go crawl with Mr. Ghetto Cowboy. So start by a scale garage with really absurd scale deca- details. Um thing universe. Let's see. I guess I'd be an ass if I didn't post the link for dude. Fountain. Did I post that we had questions on Instagram?
0: Maybe I did. Yeah, I'm reading.
2: Really we good. just went off those ones. That's. Well, I couldn't remember
1: how I had done it or what. And that's right. I shared it to Facebook this time. Um, man, I'm having trouble finding
2: it now. Still...
1: Oh, they called it a water cooler.
2: A water cooler?
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. What are they from, like, the UK or something? Might have been. I'm not familiar with Water Cooler. There it is. Okay. It's thing number 3604329. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where was that dude's question? On
2: Instagram? Yes. It was. No, it's a. It's Eric. It's Eric uh, Saraceno. However you say his last name. Um, I can send it to him. Okay, I'm going to then.
1: Go to Messenger and put the link in Messenger so that it's somewhere. Okay. Okay. There we go. Handled. Now he can print his super badass water cooler.
0: Well, there you go
2: you know what i was just realizing and i'll just be my final note i was just talking about building a 124th scale garage for my 124th can you imagine someone trying to build a six scale garage for their six scales scaler it's actually a single
1: car garage
2: like yeah exactly a, a one to,
1: it's yeah it's pretty ridiculous when you think about it
2: Mal- Malibu Barbie's dream uh, condo. dream garage, I wonder though.
1: if a 12-inch action figure is about the same size as, like, if it's scale proportionate to this new Axial rig. You know, because, like, all the old Army Jeep guys have... Those, you know, whatever figures you can get on Amazon that have like camo clothes and stuff. Like, I wonder if that's going to be the same size for this thing. I just have so many questions regarding a rig that I'm never going to buy. <laughs> that's weird, right? No. It's like I care, but I don't. If that makes cared, any sense.
2: But you don't.
1: Yeah, like, I'm never going to own one. It's more just like a weird curiosity about like what works on this thing and what doesn't. And, you know, never have one, but it does raise a lot of questions. Everything works. Everything. Everything.
2: Oh, did you want to talk about your, the uh, golden ticket? oh about our decals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so we've been wanting to do stuff for our patreon guys you know we've got that forerunner that we're building which now that i got my really i mean it sucks that we put off that build for so long however the fact that i've gotten like the 3d printers like tuned to where they're cranking out really good stuff because we have waited so long that build's going to end up being really really cool versus before when it was just going to be pretty nice so now you know it's going to have a lot of cool like over-the-top stuff for it but there's you know other things that we've wanted to do for patreon subscribers and so i was thinking about it one day i was like oh we should do some gold stickers of our new logo because everybody responded really positively to the new logo so um make sure that we have your address i'm going to post it on patreon too because so far i've only done it on instagram and facebook but make sure we have your address we'll be sending those out and then what i'm hoping to do for next month which i was talking to trav about this is i got a line on bulk black anodized aluminum water bottles I was like, how sick would it be if we do like a really nice, like wrap style label for this thing that's got our new logo in gold? And then behind it, the background of the wrap that goes around the water bottle is going to be um, gold topographical pattern on top of black. So it'd probably be a really baller looking water bottle. So I'd like to be able to do that for November for our patrons. So we're going to try and get some more stuff for people. And then there was another... We got to figure out how to do this, but I've got a build that I had started and I am just don't have the time to finish it and don't really... I don't know. It just doesn't really fit into our plans anymore with some of the stuff we got going. And so I thought, well, you know what? Why don't we just give it away? Like, let somebody inherit it. So it's that hard-body... It's that tan hard-body Jeep Magpul-themed... One that I started that has like the gatekeeper interior and the window nets and stuff, and then some aluminum work in the bed, so um we we're, we're gonna figure out probably what we should do is do I don't know what do you guys think like do another cover photo contest, but only for our patreon guys and whoever wins that will win the body and tires and wheels that go with it. think that works, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, cool, we'll do that. I'll announce that in the group page then uh, next day or so. Sweet. Maybe next week. I'll work on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> well, I think that's Yeah, so that's, that's it there. Yeah. I'm
1: trying to think. I can't really think of anything else new that's really coming out. I mean, we could talk about Rebel RC real quick if if you guys want to. Oh, yeah, to. that's right. We forgot about that.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I closed the tab that have the blurb, though. Blurb. Hold on. All right. Um yeah so I think I think we talked about Rebel RC very briefly in the past fairly recently. Um but yeah essentially there's a new um what manufacturer, you know in quotes of, you know, scale trucks. So it's this uh so Rebel RC they've got um what they're calling it is the um RJ Rebelcon. So it's a 10 scale off road RTR. Um you know, just you know, scale truck. Um and you can just look at just look up uh you know Rebel R C or RebelCon if you want to take a look at it. Um but basically what it is is it's a it's a Abysma Sherpa kind of like redone up for the um US market. And which is, you know, the, the Sherpa is something that's been more of like a European thing because Abysma is more of a European brand. So a lot of people may have not heard of that, um, understandably. Um, but yeah, I think that this is kind of like the first proper entry for them into this to try and be kind of like, you know, try and grab some of the market share and maybe build out something of their own. Let's see couple details yeah i mean it's a you know kind of a detailed jeep body um but it's got a clipless you know clipless body mounting it's got you know like tilt up kind of thing um so (laughs) i like this beadlock wheels with aggressive off-road tires that's good um LEDs installed, integrated internal fenders, uh, metal frame rails, two-speed trans, metal links, oil-filled shocks, por- oh, portals, portal axle with metal drivetrain parts, and then it comes with a Wing ESC and 550 motor, but does not specify what the ESC is 3S-capable, though. So, yeah, that's kind of the, the summary the abysmal sacrifice. Right. So yeah, I guess take a look at that. Um I'll be curious to see if someone, you know, someone gets around to buying one. And then start seeing some like hands on, you know, hands on feedback of it. I don't I'm glad know... I don't have
1: the financial stress of whatever the person doing that is gonna have. Yeah. So- tough market to break into
0: so yeah so basically if you were to get to buy it on that rebel rc right now it's 400 460 459.99 pre-order now expected release date is october 15th 2021 it's not a cheap vehicle no i mean it's 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 cool you know like it's not a Oh, uh, yeah, it's got fogged windows. It looks like it looks like just the gray. I can't tell if that's just an image thing. But for whatever reason, if you look at the gr- the listing for the gray one, the windows look like they're just barely transparent. And then the orange ones are totally clear. So I don't underst I don't understand that. But yeah, um, like it's kind of neat. The hard part. I think about breaking into this market is that, you know, unless you can offer kind of a ridiculous price point, like, you know, you got to offer something that is a little bit different than what everybody else is doing. I don't know enough about the Sherpa platform to kind of figure out what that is. But I guess, I guess I had been kind of hearing that some of it, like, like the plastics are of kind of a different quality like it th- this you know this is a higher level or higher quality plastic so it makes me wonder if maybe both the both rebel and Abysma are getting them from the same OEM or something and they're changing plastics back or if they've got kind of an agreement going on with them sort of thing I mean I imagine the end goal here is to eventually make just make their own top to bottom and this is just to get them started but yeah So anywho, I'll have to watch some videos on it and everything and see. Yeah, it comes with a 550 size brushed 21-turn motor. Man, that's a ripper. Yeah. 60-amp hobby wing crawler. Built-in VEC. Interesting. Yeah. So, anywho, that's the, that's the kind of the the rundown on that guy. So, if anyone happens to buy one, let us know. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear about it. Yeah. Other than that, that's it. So, anybody have any closing thoughts or?
2: No. 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 <laughs>
0: no. No. All right. Cool. No. Well, sounds good. We can close it out then. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for another episode of that Scale RC show. Uh, appreciate the support, even in our down weeks. Um, you know, we want to record every week, but sometimes we're just not able to, and usually the podcast is the the first to get the act. So, hope everyone can understand. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, you know, we'll see you guys as soon as we're able.
2: See ya.